0: Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday and hope you guys had a blessed, safe weekend. So a lot of stuff continuing to happen all across the world and all across the country. And I just want to encourage everybody, it's definitely that time that people start really standing up. And I know I say that every single show, but as you can see, the things that are starting to occur are not by happenstance, and the lies that are starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger are not accidental. And I am excited, though. The more people I talk to, and the more people I'm around, and the more people that I engage in conversation, the more people are pretty much starting to say the exact same thing that this isn't going away and we either need to adapt and survive or we need to pretty much ignore any and all restrictions, mandates, requirements and any other nonsense that's occurring and I pretty much say we should do both of which and as we're starting to see more and more unbelievably horrific cardiac events all across the country like every time I turn around I'm getting emails from people I'm getting emails from customers people are texting me, I'm getting articles about what's happening more and more and more across the country, it's very clear that there is something happening that is very, very bad to the populace that's being due for one specific reason. And it's not a virus. It's not an infection. It's none of that. It's an injection. It's very clear. And as so many people laughed at me and so many people yelled at me and scoffed at me and argued with me and told me that I should just comply and I should just wear the mask last year. And I can't even tell you how many times I heard that when I'd go places and people would be around me and they'd get all, you know, flustered that there'd be another altercation with somebody telling me to wear a mask and told you guys how to get around a lot of that before. And people said, dude, it'll be over with. Just let's flatten the curve. Remember, it was just two weeks. Let's just get through this. Let's let's just get past this month. Let's get through lockdown. And the whole spiel over and over and over again that we've now heard from almost two years. Well, Oregon decided to say, hey, you know what? Our clown show isn't big enough in Oregon. You know, we have basically decriminalized heroin and methamphetamines. So if you get charged or caught with methamphetamines over there, you basically pay a fine and you don't go to jail and you don't go to court. And so they're totally cool. If you want to smoke meth to death and shoot heroin till you die, uh, that's totally okay in Oregon. But, but they have now said they are now putting forth legislation now in Oregon that is going to mandate a permanent mask law in Oregon. And yes, I said the word permanent very specifically. They have now said they have taken the first step in making the mask law permanent. No longer are they going to be putting a mandate. They are now putting a mask law. The Oregon Health Authority convened a rules advisory committee on Thursday on providing feedback on a mandatory indoor mask Rule. The point of the committee is suggesting that it should or shouldn't be in the ruling and they have decided it should be in the ruling. When the OHA publicly announces its intentions this week to make the rule permanent. A period of public comment will follow. However, as we have seen now, that's largely meaningless in many blue states, and the law should become rubber-stamped. And funny, Dr. Paul Slack, who's the medical director with OHA, (laughs) he goes on to say to try to propose ludicrously that permanent doesn't mean permanent. And I quote – I'm going to quote him right now. This is what Dr. Paul said. Permanent only means indefinite. It doesn't necessarily mean permanent. We could repeal it if we need to, but we're only allowed to have a temporary rule for 180 days, which is currently closing. And anything goes beyond 180 days, we cannot extend it, so we have to make it permanent. (laughs) Okay, you can't even make this up. So permanent means indefinite, but permanent doesn't necessarily mean permanent. So they are literally coming at the Oregon population and saying, hey, guess what? We really like this rule of having you guys wear dog muzzles everywhere you go. And the more you wear dog muzzles, the more we find that we can control any and all behavior traits. So we're going to make it a law now that you have to wear a dog muzzle at any indoor area at any time, all the time, anywhere you go permanently. And now from what a lot of the people that have opposed this, they're saying that the mask rule pretty much – is going to be permanent and it will not be repealed until Republicans control the state, which that has not happened since 1984. So everybody that's heard this show, everybody that you know that scoffed at you, that laughed at you, everybody that sent you emails or text message and wanted to rant and rave and be basically a bumbling buffoon about how everything was going to go back to normal, send them the link. And let them know that Oregon is now making mask rules permanent, indefinitely permanent. However long you want to say whatever word you want to say, it's there to stay now. And I do not think this is going to be the only state to follow this precedent. Once they put this into place, if it is not challenged and taken out in court, which will have a hard time challenged in Oregon because of how liberal it is, I personally think this is going to be the new normal for blue states. As I have clearly said before, this is not going to stop. Until people make it stop and say no. They are never going to allow this grip of tyranny that they have put now on the general population and the mind-controlled peasants that believe the lies. They're never going to let loose with this, guys. They're never going to let loose with it very clearly now the more you can make somebody submit like a dog, and you put a choke chain and a muzzle on them, and you get them to heal, which they have done to a large percentage of the United States population, the longer you can do that, the longer you can keep that facade up, the more you break their will. And once you break the back of the United States' will, and you completely tell them that they do not have a right not to go around without a dog muzzle on, and they do not have a right not to walk around without an app tracing and tracking them, and they do not have a right to go in a building without showing their vaccination papers. You have officially broken the back of the American population if they continue to comply with this continual live, New Brunswick in Canada, which is right up the road, you know, (laughs) bordering. New Brunswick in Canada has now been given the power to ban Anybody that is not injected from entering the store, meaning uninjected could be prevented from conducting essential activities such as buying food in the Providence of New Brunswick. The Providence's Health Minister, Dory Shepard, said businesses will now be given the option to either enforce physical distancing. That's what she said. Enforce physical distancing, which I don't even know how you do that in a grocery store. I mean, do you have, do you have physical distancing police walk through with a ruler? You know, you've got, you got to stay six feet apart. Remember the whole six thing again? Oh, yeah, they go into detail with that. They make sure there's numerous sixes in this article and put it on the floor and put stanchions up and put cattle guards and do all this infrastructure inside your store with turnstiles. So the turnstile will only let the next person through after the person in front of them is six feet or more ahead. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to go real well with the grocery stores. Or instead of doing all that, they can simply just require proof of vaccine at a kiosk Once you enter the store and once you put your phone in the kiosk and scan it, the sliding doors open up for you, and that apparently appears what a lot of stores even in Europe are starting to do now, where the sliding doors that let you in in most stores – Oh, yeah, they can be programmed and controlled by other computer systems and other algorithms and other platforms. All they have to do is have these systems plugged into them and the photo cells taken out of the doors and the vaccine status system plugged in, which, yes, that is what they're starting to do in countries like Austria and um, Lithuania and other countries over in Europe. So as we're seeing this continue to go on. We're starting to see very clearly why they came out with the Omicron Transformer made-up variant to try to push the narrative so they could do all these things. It's not, Guys, it's not coincidental all this stuff starting to roll out all of a sudden as soon as this Omicron nonsense rob- rums out. They had it specifically set up. They knew it was getting stale. They knew the lie was getting old, and they knew a lot of people were no longer listening to anything. So they had to stoke up the fear factor once again to roll out the next phase of restrictions. Notice how the restrictions that you've seen every single time they do this get harsher and harsher and harsher and harsher. Remember, at first it was just two weeks flat in the curve. Everybody, we just need to shut down non-essential businesses, and we'll tell you who's non-essential. Just two weeks, guys. And everybody goes, okay, two weeks. I can do anything for two weeks. You know, I, I can get through this in two weeks. Then after two weeks, no, we need to shut down again for an entire month. Oh, yeah, now we need to make sure you guys download a contract, contact tracing app on your phone, but it's for your protection, and you need to wear a mask anytime you're indoors, and we need to social distance. Now we're to the point where stores aren't going to let you in unless you have a vaccine passport, which they're doing all over the world. Now we're having states say we're going to have a permanent mask mandate for pretty much the rest of your life. You're going to have to wear a muzzle anywhere you go because, well, we said it's for your protection. But hey, if, if you need to pull your mask down to smoke meth, that's okay. You can do that, but – you got to put it back up when you're done. Just, just let everybody know that. That's going to be the new rule in Oregon. You can't make up this clown show any further, and it's very important people realize what we're looking at while they're continually trying to push it so you understand how to resist and what to resist against that. What do you think? Well, Oregon is going to force a lot of
1: the population to move. They really are. They're going to make a lot of people leave, and the problem is a lot of liberals are going to leave because even this – Legislation is too much for many liberals. The problem we're going to have here in our states and in the conservative states is that we're going to have a mass exit of these doggone weirdos and witches and wizards and warlocks that basically run Oregon, apparently, who are going to be coming into our states and voting their propaganda and their garbage into existence in our states. This is exactly what's happening all over the country. We're having all of the people that are the Basically, the liberals leaving and coming into conservative states. Florida is being overrun. We've talked about that. Texas is being overrun. We've talked about that. And even Grady Judd has said, don't come into our county, into our state, and vote the very policies that created this problem in your state forcing you to leave. I can't say that any more bluntly than that, but this is what we have going on all over the country. And we see all of this stuff as these narratives continue to basically collapse But the mainstream media continues to reinforce them with even greater amounts of fear porn. And this is what we see with the Omicron variant. I told you, Austin told you, we've told you on the show, in fact, we've been pretty much laying out exactly what they're going to do because they always do the same stuff over and over and over again. We told you as soon as the Delta variant lost its effectiveness as far as scaring people, that they're going to come up with a new one. And when the Omicron does it, they'll come up with a new one. Until eventually, they'll release a bioweapon so deadly, so dangerous that it'll continue to snap people tight, perhaps one that'll have Ebola tied into it. They already have one with AIDS. They've already given us that nonsense. And this is what we're having happen all over the country right now. And what's interesting is I have a, a former FDA person who really worked with the FDA a lot as far as the improvement of drugs. And I've been sending them stuff. They also have a Ph.D. from Harvard. I've been sending them all kinds of stuff as far as what's happening around the world. And they're finally starting to wake up, and they're finally beginning to realize that this is a problem. Now, this individual's been injected. Her husband's been injected. All of the family in the adrenal area have been injected. But they're really starting to question the narrative now because we've been sending them information. Now, one of the things they asked me this morning, they asked me to find them anything about the half-life of the vaccine as far as of the spike protein. Now, let me explain to you what that means. It's it's an interesting, uh, how should I say? Concept that you get taught in biology and with drugs. Let's say, let's say, let's make it easy. Let's say that something has a 10-year half-life. That means in 10 years, half of that product will still be in your bloodstream. In five more years, basically, or 10 more years after that, five, you know, five, you know, five will be left in your bloodstream. If, you know, in 10 more years, you know, two and a half will be in your bloodstream as far as total amounts that were there. And so, it's a half-life. That's how it's broken down in science. So. It, let me repeat it again. In 10 years, half of what was injected in you will be left if it has a 10-year half-life, all right? and it goes on from there. But the reality is is that this really doesn't mean anything when it comes to a spike protein. Why, now, why would I say that? And, and I, they asked me to find out some information on that, but I'm, I'm really not going to do that because it doesn't matter. Here's why I said. Most deaths and severe side effects from the vaccine occur within the first 90 days, which there is extensive extensive viral shedding. The problem is that the half-life may be a mute issue. The mRNA is a genetic rewrite code. This allows the cells themselves to produce the spike protein. I guess the other question would be: is the mRNA change to the cells permanent? Because we do have continual cell replacement. However, if the mRNA causes a DNA change, that would be catastrophic. What a mess. Perhaps that's the purpose of the continual boosters to continue to force the cells into manufacturing spike proteins until the DNA is sufficiently changed to continue to process indefinitely. Perhaps that is why the shot contains an immunosuppressant to prevent our immune system providing the proper immune response in eliminating the toxin, which is in this case the spike protein. And then I sent this individual an article from PubMed and I posted this on our website this says SARS-CoV-2 RNA reverse transcribed and integrated into the human genome DNA. Basically, that's from the government and it's telling you how it's basically put into the human DNA. And I said, and I said, here's the nightmare. The scientists at Wuhan have built an incredible bioweapon using gain of function. However, this shot should never have received emergency use authorization. It's worse than the bioweapon. See, And this is where we found ourselves. We have found ourselves to find that the vaccine has been proven to be ineffective at preventing infection with COVID, ineffective in preventing the spread of the infection, but very effective in causing serious side effects and damaging the innate immune system, thus making the vaccinated people more susceptible to illness and diseases and in making vaccinated people with COVID the main spreaders of the virus. And, you know, and this is where we have now precipitated to in the United States. And now you guys are always asking me, why in the world do you go back to the Frankfurt School back in 1933? Why do you talk about that all the time? Because that's the programming of the United States. When these Kabbalist, Luciferian communists, Russians, went into Gerth University in Frankfurt and set up a group think tank on how to destroy the United States – they had to figure out how to bring cultural Marxism to the United States, in which we would all walk in lockstep to a new world order under communism, under a one-world government, under a one-world dictatorship. And that's like Austin's talking about. Now you have kiosks that are making you put in a vaccine passport, supposedly here in the future, that are going to allow you to get food from the kiosk or to buy train tickets or to buy airline tickets or anything that you want to do in order to buy, sell, or trade, which goes right back to the mark of the beast. In Genesis, you know, in Revelation, and, and we really, really need to understand what these guys have done, why they've done what they've done, and why the people in the United States simply aren't listening. Well, in Second Corinthians three fifteen, it's very clear. It says, but their minds were closed, for to this day the same veil remains at the reading of the old covenant. It has not been lifted, because only Christ cannot be removed. And even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But when everyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Well, the the god of this age has put a veil over the hearts and the minds of the people in the world that they cannot see and know the truth. So they continue to do what they do in Oregon. Austin is already right. They're allowed to use meth. They're allowed to use heroin. They're allowed to completely trash out their streets, poop in the streets, do whatever they want to do in Oregon. Nobody cares. It's a free state of doing whatever you want to do except – not wearing a muzzle now you have to have a permanent legislation put into place to force you to wear a muzzle forever well why don't you think about the people in your state that are killing themselves with heroin but that's okay isn't it that's okay to force people to basically deal with people who are dealing with heroin and moving into the state of oregon so they can be heroin addicts but you've got to make the general population of people who work wear a mask what you want to bet that the people that are laying on the sidewalks injecting heroin are not wearing injecting heroin are not wearing masks, and what you want to bet they're not being arrested. It's the same thing goes back to what we talked about a few weeks ago. The only people that are being forced in the state of Florida and throughout the United States in order to be thinking about having to wear a mask all the time are the people that are not basically, you know, who are the people who are working and providing income for the government to do this. The people that are receiving welfare. And housing subsidies and everything else they're getting now because of coronavirus, they're not being told they're not going to get their subsidies without wearing a mask or without basically taking the shot or coming across the border from Mexico, the hundreds of thousands, millions of immigrants coming in illegally. They're not being forced to take the kill shot because they're being relocated throughout the United States and given homes in my very neighborhood, I should say, in order to live there as they trash out the neighborhood by throwing trash in the streets, unbelievable, and yet they, do they have a job? Do they have the money to pay the housing? It doesn't really matter, does it? If Black Rock, State Street, and Vanguard and the Bloodline families are supporting this, this is what you run into. So we found ourselves in an unbelievable mess, an unbelievable mess that, you know, we don't really know at this point how to get out of. I mean, we're kind of sitting here going, you know, this is just absolutely nuts that we found ourselves in a situation where people are given free heroin, but the population that's supporting the people given the free heroin have to take shots and have to take wear masks in Oregon. That's why I thank God almighty that I live in Florida. At least we got Governor DeSantis here. And I spoke to a man the other day on Saturday up in Bainbridge, who's a big political insider, And he said that now Trump is being is telling DeSantis that if he can win Florida by at least 60 percent, that he's going to support DeSantis for president of the United States in 2024. Is that going to be something that's going to happen or not? I don't know. I don't think Trump will let that happen. I think Trump's that big of a megalomaniac. I think he's probably going to run again unless they've told him that he can't run again. Then at that point, I guess he could support DeSantis. But the reality is, is DeSantis for real? Because he just seems like he's too good to be true. We've talked about that in depth. We really, really have. And I need to realize something. Let's look at 2021. This has been a year in which the fragility of freedom in the free world was revealed. This is part of an article from The Fragility of Freedom in the Free World by Paul Craig Roberts. I want to give him credit for this. I'm going to change parts of it. Throughout the Western world, executive branch officials devoid of lawmaking authority have issued mandates depriving entire populations of jobs, incomes, freedom of movement, freedom of association, even with family, and freedom freedom from medical coercion. Even private employers have assumed the law making role by requiring their work forces to accept injections with dangerous vaccines. And that, according to the adverse reaction databases in the U.S., the U.K., the EU, they have sickened and killed many more poor people than COVID itself. The vaccine has been proven to be ineffective in preventing infection with COVID, ineffective in preventing the spread of the infection. In order to rush the vaccine at emergency and untested approval, known cures for COVID like ivermectin, vitamin C, vitamin D, all of these were prevented from use with the consequences that most who died from COVID did so from the lack of treatment and because of remdesivir that was forced onto them in the emergency rooms and in the hospitals, which destroyed kidney and organ function within five to ten days. Despite the complete failure of the vaccine to protect against COVID and to control the spread of infection, Everywhere in the free Western world, political leaders and medical establishments have declared the life-threatening vaccines to be the life-saving vaccine. The only problem, claim officials, is that the vaccines are not being used adequately everywhere, and the violation of the Nuremberg laws by mandatory vaccination has been redefined as an act of national solidarity. The German doctors tried for crimes against humanity after World War II did not have or know of this escape clause. Information from every country shows that the hospitalizations and deaths rise with vaccination the majority of people in hospitals and the majority of people dying are vaccinated people the only safe people would appear to be the unvaccinated yet the unvaccinated are the target for house arrest prison and concentration camps why the discredited communist german chancellor hardcore marxist merkel as she leaves office said that germany will lock down the unvaccinated people for being unvaccinated infected or not no other reasons are needed. As far as Merkel is concerned, no other reason is required to deprive Germans of liberty. The people who are the most well and least likely to spread the infection are the ones that Merkels are targeting and sending to concentration camps. German officials said they intend to go further and announce their plans to impose mandatory vaccination on all Germans in the coming months. This is Dr. Mengele all over again. Merkel, who has basically, I guess, made it her vision to destroy Germany, to continue what Stalin and Lenin wanted to do, and they said they are going to destroy the German people, and she was raised in hardcore Marxism in East Germany, has made it clear there will be no end to vaccination. Every nine months, another vaccination is required as vaccination statuses will expire. In the U.S., Dr. Death, Fauci, says another jab every six months, every three months. In other words, Big Pharma profits forever. How large a kickback does Merkel get for mandating failed vaccines? How big of a kickback does Fauci get? The question is vaccination with what vaccine big pharma itself says the vaccines are not effective against the growing number of variants delta omnicrom that are spawned by the COVID vaccine wow so all of this stuff is going on right now as we speak but the answer is the facts no not longer matter in the western world and all that all values have been repudiated as racist and misogynistic truth of any sort is inconvenient in the ruling interest groups that comprise the elite Truth is what serves their interest. This is why Big Pharma and its medical henchmen are hunting down real doctors who try to serve the health of the people instead of Big Pharma's profits and making examples of them by demonizing them and having them removed from their positions and having their licenses revoked. Doctors are supposed to help Big Pharma's profits, not for the health of their patients. Same thing is happening for those of us who are trying to bring truth to the people. Try to count all the truth-tellers who are denied platforms. We were pulled off of Facebook almost four years ago. And on social media and sanctioned in various ways for challenging the narrative. Wherever you look, the free Western world is classified as conspiracy theory and truth tellers have been reclassified as conspiracy theorists. This is incredible what we've seen all over the world. I'm going to post the balance of this article, though I've changed a lot of it as I was speaking, on our website, The Fragility of Freedom in the Free World. One of the best articles that I've ever read that Paul Carcraig Roberts has ever penned. Guys, listen to me. This whole thing is about taking your freedom away and basically destroying you. Remember Romans 8, what it says. It's so important that we understand Romans 8, 38. Yes, I am sure convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor ruling spirits or heavenly rulers or demons or principalities, nothing now in the present, nothing in the future, no powers or spiritual powers authorities, nothing above us or powers in the sky, nothing below us or powers in the depths, or anything else in the whole world, anything ever created, will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That is our hope. He is the one who wrote the rule book he is the one who's going to continue to hold you and keep you all the days of your life keep your hearts and minds in jesus that is why they are coming after us with everything they possibly have right now because they want to make sure that they can destroy us to the best of their abilities this is why hollywood has made a pact with lucifer there's an article here from cbn news and it says they were releasing spells over the viewers. Ex-witch warrants witchcraft everywhere from Hollywood to the church. When Jenny Weaver watched the movie called The Craft about a group of teen witches, she didn't think much about it. Soon she started following some of the occultic practices laid out in the film. What started off as something innocent where I was just connecting with energy and the universe and vibes of all these innocent things, what we found is a dark, dark road and dark desperation. She told CBN News. I felt at one point I was living in a haunted house, she continued. I heard scratching on the walls next to me. I would feel things brush by me at night and be terrified that someone was here in the room with me. I always felt like I was being watched. It took me far into drugs. Guys, listen to me. Stay away from the cult stuff. Stay away from it. Stay away from basically going to places where they're going to have seances or Ouija boards or have music that you know satanically inspired with satanic lyrics. Stay away from it. Keep your children away from it because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But there's absolutely no reason for us to put ourselves in position where we're going to go sideways with the world and get involved with these weird things listen to me keep your hearts and minds in christ jesus all the days of your life and it will go well with you because listen if god is for you who could be against you and you've got to stand firm with the word of god and with
0: jesus austin what do you think bud well you nailed it on the head as well and this is why i've always told people be very very careful about what films you let in your house and what films you basically go see the movies especially Especially when it comes to these weirdo films with the witchcraft and the occult and the Satanism and basically these haunted houses and the conjury and all these sick sick films they come out with, the world that Dad's talking about this Jenny Weaver. They got involved in this. She's a Christian now, basically goes to a church in Orlando, and she said also in that article, she pointed out that the movie that introduced her to the dark side was remade in 2020, and she goes on to say, she goes, they recreated that movie, and she goes, I found out they invited real witches onto the set of the film. You know said, Real witches and they had the witches before they would do a scene to cast spells and invite the actresses to come into the circle with them while they were leasing spell words over the viewers and over the scene. She said people are playing this in their homes and it's entertainment. The first part of entertainment is enter. So be very careful what's entering your home. And I have said this repeatedly, especially when it comes to these really, really sick satanic films. There's a reason why they make these movies all the time. There's a reason why it turns around. You turn around, there's you always hear about some other weird film going on, some other weird satanic film, some other weird haunted house film. There's a reason why. They want to constantly produce that satanic energy. They want people to go to the movies. They want people to bring it to their home. They want people to go watch it on, you know, Netflix and basically whatever, whatever all the other streaming stuff they have now. They want that stuff out there on a regular basis because not only Do those spells get repeated every time somebody watches those movies? That energy fear, that fear. Is constantly pushed out. That's why they love these films, and that's why it's so important stay out of that stuff. And especially, don't be letting your kids go see those films because they're very enticing to young children. The haunted house movies and the haunted story movies; those are constantly enticing to a lot of younger children. Oh, it's a scary movie! I want to go take my girlfriend to it. I, I get it. That's that's what they've done now with society. But be very careful with letting those kids see those movies, especially the ones that are full blown satanic like that. It's another reason too why. I do not have any of those films, including Harry Potter or any related films like that in my house, nor will I watch them, nor will I let the kids watch them. They have clearly talked about the writer that wrote the books for those films use actual occultic witchcraft spells in the book, the same verbiage, the same uh, seances they she used them in there, and they used some of that stuff in the films. those entire films were about bringing in. The younger generation into thinking witchcraft and spells and warlocks and all that stuff was really fun and really hip and really cool because they made the film. You know what? PG, so pretty much everybody could go see it, and they made it like this big fun film. Thing is, it's not a fun film. It's blatantly about Satanism and witchcraft. There is no line with that. Guys, came back. Like, well, it's it's got some Christian stuff in between the witchcraft and in between the sand. No, guys, there, there is no line with that topic it's either dark or it's either light there's no fence riding when it comes to witchcraft and satanism and ouija boards there's none there's none of that that is all on the dark side so just be aware of it and be cognitive of it as much as you can also to another news this is interesting a new study just came out in germany that found not a single healthy child between the age of five and 18 died from covid within the first 15 months of the pandemic the report Says overall, the SARS-CoV-2 associated burden of severe disease course or death in children and adolescents is extremely low. Seems particularly low in children between five and eleven without comorbidities. They said while COVID claimed zero lives of healthy children between the ages of five and eighteen, it claimed the lives of six who also had pre-existing conditions, though two or more comorbidities in that age group. But not a single child in the first fifteen months of the pandemic died from COVID. In this report, this is very interesting. Frequency of child requiring intensive hospital care for COVID was 1 in 50,000. You sure what I said there? 1 in 50,000 children needed basically extensive hospital care from COVID. They said between March 2020 and March 2021, five children with pre-existing conditions, making that a total. This is basically uh, infants to toddlers making a total of 14 from 0 to 18 who died from COVID during the first 15-month period, and five of them had pre-existing conditions as well. Guys, in the same thing we saw in the UK. When I talked about the, the article that came out in the UK last week. They recorded in the UK the only six healthy children out of 12 million died in a year and a half from basically the COVID. This entire theory, this entire satanic ritual, in my opinion, that's what it is, to inject these 5 to 11-year-olds with a compound that has been alleged now from numerous scientists to have graphene oxide in it, and is blatantly being linked to myocarditis and other significant health problems, this is not an accident. Remember what I brought up yesterday, last week, that Chipotle restaurant from 2015 to 2018 allegedly had 1,100 stomach bug cases, allegedly, you know, on a eight excuse me on a four year spread and they shut down every Chipotle in 14 different states and made them completely scrub down the whole facility, and they fined them $25 million. We have a shot now that just in the United States we're seeing this year alone, ages 30 and younger who've received the COVID-19 shot, have had 1,949 different reports of myocarditis, of pericarditis, just this year alone from 30 and younger. Now, pericarditis, I can tell you right now, and basically myocarditis. I've had pericarditis. It is way worse than having a stomach bug. I would take a stomach bug any day of the week over having pericarditis again. I can tell you that right now as personal experience. So the fact that you've had almost 2,000 young adults under 30 in this country alone come down with pericarditis and myocarditis and or in this year alone, directly linking it to the shot – But yet you had 1,100 people over a four-year spread get a stomach bug and you shut down the entire company essentially in the western United States and fined them $25 million? Are we supposed to believe now, guys, This shots about our health? Use your reasoning skills. Use the brain that God's given us. I encourage everybody to do that and encourage other people to do it. There's something else going on behind the scenes, and there's something else that they're trying to push further and further. I now saw – A screenshot, and I didn't believe it. I went and looked it for myself. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, which has usually been a pretty much staple of dictionary definitions, you know, what specific words mean. Well, they have now gone and changed the terminology. Years ago, if you looked up the term anti-vaxxer, the terminology would come up as basically somebody that is opposed to injections or vaccines and essentially is a science denier or doesn't believe in vaccines. That's generally what it said. They have now changed and added on to the definition. The definition of an anti-vaxxer per Merriam-Webster dictionary, as I'm looking at it right now on the screen, I just pulled it up. A person who opposes the use of vaccines or opposes regulations mandating vaccination. Did you hear what I said? They're now listing you as an anti-vaxxer if you oppose a regulation mandating a vaccine. Another section of it says, especially underneath it, a parent who opposes having his or her child vaccinated. Guys, this is turning into a clown show. In 2022, is posed to be probably the biggest we've ever seen. When they're going in now, and they're adding on to the merriam webster dictionary to say you're an anti-vaxxer if you oppose mandated vaccines. Guys, we're getting spooled up for an information war, unlike we've any anything we've ever seen. This is why Facebook. This is why you know, basically Twitter. All these platforms. I mean, they they put a stamp that the content containing is dangerous, and do you want to proceed? On the American Heart Association's posting of the article in circulation about how the COVID injection is being directly linked to cardiovascular problems in adults after they get the shot. I mean, are you kidding me right now? The American Heart Association, that's not anybody that I really look a whole lot up to because of what they did with the cholesterol stunt back five, six years ago. And they basically tried to reach, basically reclassify what was high cholesterol, and they kept dropping the number, then started telling people, well, if you maybe have a chance of high cholesterol in the future, even if it's healthy now, if it may be high in the future, you need to go on statins preemptively. That's what they said. This same group is now saying that the shots are being directly linked to mitocarditis and pericarditis and cardiovascular events, and they need to be directly linked into – or directly looked at more and more carefully. This is where they're going. At the same time now, we're seeing more and more come out now about how bad guns are with the horrible school shooting that happened up in Michigan. I talked about that last week. My condolences again go to the family, and we're finding more information about that. But you know what's funny? Not a single mainstream news outlet covered this weekend again in Chicago. Uh, Again, sadly enough, that city is just turning into a war zone like normal. 30 individuals shot, 6 killed again in Chicago over the weekend. Not a single mainstream media reported on it. But again, they want to go after this senator, this representative. I think he was over in Kentucky not even in Michigan, not even any of that, put a Christmas card together with his whole family basically carrying you know M4s and an M60 and a bunch of cool guns and basically he has been now eviscerated in mainstream media because he said, this is, this is very poor timing. I can't believe you would do this to rub this in the face of family. Guys, he didn't live in the family city. He lives in a completely different state. And secondly, I don't understand what exercising or taking photos of your Second Amendment has to do with another shooting that happened. What? What is, somebody gets shot with a gun, we're going to all stop the country. Somebody gets in a car accident, and we're all going to stop driving cars for a week in solidarity. Somebody dies from alcohol poisoning, the entire country is going to stop drinking. Yeah, good luck with that one. We saw that one, that one prohibition. I mean, where does this go here now? All of a sudden, the entire country has to stop because something happens? Guys, the whole point of the second amendment the whole point of the constitution is individual liberties keyword emphasis on individual yes people need to be aware of other people around them yes people you need to use wisdom yes people need to try to be cognizant of people's personalities and people's feelings i get that you don't want to just run around and be just trying to make people feel bad you want to try to make everybody feel important but on the other hand too Listen to what the mainstream says when they say it and understand almost everything they say is a lie if you want to listen to them. And I rephrase that. Don't listen to the mainstream media unless you want to analyze what they're saying because, quite frankly, that's why I don't have television anymore. That's why I don't watch mainstream media anymore because it's pretty much 99% now all propaganda lies in order to control your mindset and control what you think and the direction you go and how you perceive things going into the future, especially with what we've seen over the last two years, Deb, What do you think? You
1: know, well, Austin, here's the thing, you know, and we've talked about it so many times with this controlling our future, controlling our mindset, is that this group is basically their experts because of the MK Ultra program and conditioning and trauma-based mind control to force people into their wishes. And, that, and that's exactly what we're seeing. And, and the sad part about it is if, if we don't stand firm in what we know that we need to do, You know, we're just going to become another victim of the mind control. Look at this Epstein trial. Look at this unbelievable mess that's happening right now. I mean, the the prosecution enters in pictures of scantily clad girls, basically half naked girls. I mean, minors we're talking about now, of what was being taken at the Epstein mansion and scantily clad outfits they found. And then Allison Nathan says it can't be admitted into evidence, to see this, so the jurors can see it. <laughs> oh God, you can't even make this stuff up. And Allison Nathan Nathan is the judge, and she's the hardcore liberal lesbian who's also Jewish, who's proceeding in the case. And of course, Comey is involved with that, and his daughter's involved in that. I mean, on and on and on with the Russian collusion, on and on and on and on, and the the, the circus continues. You know, A couple of weeks ago when we talked about this case, I brought up the fact that Alison Nason was raised Jewish on Wikipedia. I read you from her Wikipedia page. Guess what? That's been scrubbed. <laughs> I can't make this up, Austin. That's been scrubbed. It no longer says that. It has no link with Jewish whatsoever. Now you say, well, not all Jews are like this. Well, you're, I'm not saying all Jews are like this. So let me just kind of quantify this for a second and qualify what I said. When you have the hardcore liberal people coming over from Russia, you know, with the Russian immigration with hundreds of thousands of people who are hardcore communists credentialed into our university systems and basically given PhDs and teaching certificates to teach our kids in our universities, starting, you know, in the obviously schools such as Columbia, this is what you get. And the problem is this and I'm not and I'm not I'm not bashing Jews here so just don't don't do this as far as this isn't a Jew bashing show because I've got a lot of good friends of mine that are Jewish that are really hardcore conservatives who carry guns who go shooting on a regular basis who support the Republicans et cetera. so don't go there but when they teach them in their Babylonian Talmud that it's okay to have sex with a child who's 3 years old sodomize a little boy until they're 9 years old look it up yourself that Jesus was a demon possessed sorcerer and that the virgin Mary was a whore it kind of makes these people pretty liberal and they don't really follow Christian teachings. Period. I was telling you a couple of weeks ago that this Allison Nathan is a hardcore liberal Jewish lesbian who basically has married a woman and adopted some kids. We discussed that in length and now of course it's been deleted that she's Jewish. Why would they do that? Because the ADL, the American Defi- Defamation League, the Anti-Jewish Defamation League, whatever you want to call it, uh, they basically, you know, control APAC and they control the American-Israeli Political Action Committee, and they don't want anybody to think that the Jews are involved in anything, as far as any of this, ever. Okay, Well, the Jews in general are not. They aren't. I'm going to say that. The problem is the Kabbalists who also claim to be Jews, this goes back to the synagogue of Satan, they claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are of the synagogue of Satan, is what it says in our Bible, in our Revelation of John, it says this. We can't say that either, because that's anti-Semitic. Well, no, it's not. If I'm raised as a Christian or raised as a Lutheran or raised as a Protestant and that shows up on my Wikipedia page, I don't have a problem with that. Why do you have a problem suddenly, Wikipedia, when I put out and call out Alice and Nathan for being Jewish, that so you change your dog on Wikipedia page and you delete that particular part of the page? I don't understand any of this. I'm asking you guys that question. So it's all strange to me. I guess what I'm going to have to do now, Austin, is from now on, when I read Wikipedia, I'm going to have to take a Photoshop of that, take a picture of it, the screenshot, so that I can read it back to you guys and let you know how much has been changed. This is not the first time this has happened. You know, I talked in detail about Winston Churchill being a druid before, and I've read it off of Wikipedia. That's also now off the Wikipedia page. And on goes the Circus Clown Show, because we don't want people to know that the witches and the warlocks and the wizards of the ancient Canaanite religions, the synagogue of Satan, as it's currently known, are continuing to run the planet in earnest, and they want to continue to try to force the will of their satanic leadership on the people of the planet. The problem is this. The United States population has been so dumbed down, it's mind-boggling. No, it really is. Last night I was talking to some kids who were, well, they weren't kids. They were adults, 21, 22, 23, 24. And, you know, a lot of them had already been university trained. And Savannah was there. And I was talking to them. I asked them if they knew who Angela Merkel was. No, they had no idea who Angela Merkel was. I asked them if they knew who Fauci was. No, they had no idea who Fauci was. They had no idea who Fauci was. They had no idea. Now, they were all anti-vaccine. I like that. But they had no idea why they were anti-vaccine. They had no idea who the world leadership was. They had no idea who Angela Merkel was, much less knowing that she was raised in East Germany, raised as a hardcore communist. They had no idea what the average IQ of a Somalian was, which is, used to be 59. Now that's been changed to like 69. I don't know why they decided to raise it up to 69, like that's a big difference. But the reality is this. We've got these people that are bringing in people into, from other parts of the world, in many cases are hardcore Muslims who basically don't have any idea of what the United States was founded on, and they're coming in now and they're saying they're going to take over the United States with these special interest groups and minorities, and the only reason they would do that is to destroy nationalism in the United States. See, when Donald Trump came out and ran for president back in 2016, and he basically started talking about nationalism, talking about making America great again, I really believe at that point in his life he was doing what he thought he needed to do to fix the United States. Till they snapped him tight and brought him to heel because of, quote, unquote, maybe his association with Jeffrey Epstein. Remember, Ghislaine Maxwell said that they've got videotape of Donald Trump. Well, doing what? I don't know. Don't really think there's going to be anything good coming from Ghislaine Maxwell. But the reality is, is that why did Donald Trump suddenly change? Why did he suddenly get snapped tight and start pushing red flag gun laws all over the United States? Why did he do that? Why did he go against the Republican challenger in Georgia for governor and basically torpedo his entire nomination and put another democratically elected you know democrat into georgia which is destroying the politics of georgia why would donald trump do that i don't know why don't you ask donald trump the point is you know we've got a problem here in the united states we've got a problem with this leftist leaning liberal media controlled by the rothschild rockefeller industrial complex controlling all mainstream media and almost all alt media Hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars have been pushed into alt media through Operation Mockingbird when they allowed us to stop putting propaganda to the United States population. They remember they wouldn't allow that until Barack Obama came out because he is the gay Kenyan, according to Joan Rivers, who said he was gay and that Michelle was a tranny, that everybody knew it. And all of a sudden he had to come in and start putting hardcore leftist propaganda from the CIA into the mainstream in United States, to continue to try to force the American population into groupthink to bring in their new world order. Remember what George H. said, you know that we, that they, we were going to have a new world order and they would succeed? You know, they, he said that in one of his own speeches. You guys can listen to it. These guys are basically hardcore Satanist globalist weirdos is what they are, and they're all involved in this stuff, the highest levels of our government. And if we don't call them out for being what they are, who's supposed to call them out mainstream media won't do it anymore they simply won't do it and and the sad part about all of this stuff is that you know we're sitting here trying to figure out what in the world is going on and they continue just to lie and lie and lie and lie and lie i mean you know they want us to obey fauci no matter what even though cardiology researchers now are burying their own research showing the spike protein mnrna damage due to fear of losing grant money controlled by fauci And why is Fauci still in office? Why didn't Trump get rid of Fauci? I mean, unbelievable. It never, ever, ever ends. We stop and we look at it and we go, well, it shouldn't be that way. Well, it is that way. But the point is, if we don't stand against this, if we don't stand against all of this, we're not going to basically get a change. It's not going to go back to the way we want it to go back. But then the first thing we have to realize is that the United States isn't what it used to be. We've got to take our blinders off. We have to stop. The normalcy bias and make people realize that this is where we currently are. I was speaking to a young man the other day and he goes, well, the problem is, is this conspiracy theory stuff is just so negative. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, you're right, it is. It's awful. Nobody wants to look at it because of normalcy bias. Everybody wants to just continue their life, do what their father did, do what their grandfather did, continue with the United States, continue in business, continue doing whatever they're going to do with the rest of their life and not have to be involved with the state of politics in the United States. And isn't that what's happened to all of us? That's what we thought we'd have to do? My gosh, I I remember Kevin Jordan, a good friend of mine, has a company called Alarm Alert in, in South Carolina. Now, years ago he was sending me some literature and some researches in the early 90s. I've known the guy for almost 40 years and I finally told Kevin I said I'm too busy right now this is 30 years ago I said I'm too busy right now I've got too much other stuff going on I can't focus on what you're talking about because it's too negative. I don't want to deal with it right now but it wasn't so wasn't I just as much to blame 30 years ago when I wasn't looking at what was really going on What really snapped me tight was 9/11. What really snapped me real tight was a movie, a documentary that was put out. was called 9-11 Mysteries. And I watched it. And finally, I realized not everybody being interviewed is lying in this video. How can you get all these witnesses, eyewitnesses of what happened with 9-11 to lie about everything? Because then I started thinking, wait a minute. If they're not lying, that means the government's lying and the 9-11 Commission was a complete and total lie. And that's exactly what it was. They didn't even address Building 7. They didn't even address it. Let's pretend like it never happened. So I was awakened from that. And now we're seeing people now like this Orthodox priest who talks to the Pope, and he yells at him at Athens. He says, Pope, you are a heretic. Wow. Yeah, he really said that. On December the 4th, an elderly man who appeared to be a Greek Orthodox priest shouted, Pope, you are a heretic. As Pope Francis was entering the Orthodox Archbishop, which whatever, A-R-C-H-B, I can't pronounce it, in Athens, on apparently some have of church, on Saturday... And was taken away by the police. The video showed the man who was dressed in black robes and a black hat had a long white beard shouting the words in Greek outside the building before police bundled him away. Witnesses said he shouted loud enough for the pope to hear the commotion. I hope he did. And the man appeared to have fallen while being taken away. Of course, he was probably pushed out. It was lifted by police and taken away. Francis arrived in Greece on Saturday for a three day visit that the Greek Roman Catholics hope will bring the Eastern and Western churches closer together. Oh, that's right. We need ecumenical movements for those, two, so they can all be under the leadership of the Satanic Pope now. Christianity split to the Roman Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Churches in 1054, and what was referred to as the Great Schism, and for centuries, relations were rocky. In an attempt to heal the rift in 2001, John Paul II became the first pope to ever visit Greece. His appeal at that time was for forgiveness for historic wrongs committed by the Catholics against Orthodox Christians, to help all relations guys listen to me this priest i got to give him credit he called the current pope a heretic which is what he is he's a satanist as far as i'm concerned that's what we've got to stand just like this orthodox priest did against what we see and we've got to call it out everywhere you go guys be vocal ladies be vocal let people know that you stand for freedom and for jesus all the days of your life I love you guys. I appreciate you. I got a chance to pray for you today. It's always my privilege and pleasure to do so. I'll finish it up and I'll
0: talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. You're exactly right about that. As you see more and more stuff now across the world, I encourage everybody, I don't care what country you're in, continue to stand up. There's been rallies in Australia again. As weird as that's been happening over there, I talked to you guys about that last week. There's three teenage boys, 15, 16, 17, completely healthy, negative COVID test. But they said, hey, You may have come in contact with somebody that tested positive, so we're holding you here for fourteen days and they escaped. They escaped out of the quarantine center after they tested negative again. And they had a full blown manhunt with police doing full blown check blocks, check road roadblocks. I mean, is this really where we're just going to allow this to go? As I've said before, Australia in my opinion. It's – I mean, granted, I've, I've been to Australia. It's a really, really cool country. I really love it. I I've wanted to take my kids. There. I've been there one time. I wanted to take my kids there again. That doesn't look like it's ever going to happen. Got a lot of customers. Got friends over there, great people over there, unbelievably nice, just cool place. And they've been, as we've seen now, kind of the beta test to see what they can push and how far they can push it because, you know, I mean, A, it's an island, so it's isolated. It's geographically isolated. B, that has been disarmed, so it has that going for the tyrannical regime as well. And C, they've kind of slowly exposed this as this is for your safety, this is for your safety, this is for your safety. What they've done around the whole country, the difference is the states as far as the United States, there's way more diversity as far as state-wise. We have 50 states in this country. And because of state laws, we still have some remnants of being able to change and maintain our own laws here. And Australia has a few, you know, as far as the different areas they have, but it doesn't have near as many. So there hasn't been as many examples. I've heard that in like Tasmania and Australia, they're not having huge restrictions. but That doesn't mean it's not coming. And the same thing here in the United States. You're seeing California, you're seeing New York. I mean, New York now, you can't go into a restaurant in New York without showing your COVID passport, what they're saying. But – They've again decriminalized a bunch of drugs they're having basically an area like safe places that you can go inject heroin California Los Angeles down to San Francisco they're boarding up areas because the Proposition 47 allowed people to steal stuff under $1,000 and not be prosecuted San Francisco people running around you know I mean pretty much lawless now down there but if you want to go to a store you want to go enter someplace you have to show your vaccine passport and what we're starting to see now is the free states, as weird as that is to say, the free states are pretty much being overrun right now. They're being overwhelmed. I talked to Steve this morning. You know, he said westbound on I four today. There was a little bit of fog and car rear ended a tanker truck. Looks like something blew up, car burned down, whole westbound I four coming going towards Tampa was shut down. They had a fatality. And he said he clocked it once the accident happened. He said it was stopped. They were stopped on I four for eight miles going westbound eight miles there were two more accidents him going eastbound i went to orlando for the weekend for a big vehicle event that was over there took the kids over there for the weekend had a good time they had a blast but i was absolutely shocked on how insane the traffic is pretty much everywhere you go now it's stopping no traffic you just sit at red lights you sit on the interstate and you just sit bumper to bumper traffic and everywhere i go it's all out of state tags everywhere i'm out of state tags everywhere And so what's happening is these states that have been complete and total failures, and the part that makes me mad is a large position of the people that are coming from those states voted for the clowns that are implementing these tyrannical rules. And now they're coming to Florida to enjoy freedom that we didn't vote for down here as far as tyrannical rules, and everybody's wanting to move to Florida. So I'm talking about I said, dude, at some point in time now… In this state, we're going to have to stop entries in this state. I'm not saying that in a joking manner. I've already talked to people that I know that are representatives about this. The infrastructure can't handle the load, and they're, they're going to have to put a halt on housing as far as the growth, which is going to massively, massively hurt the Florida economy when it comes to housing. But essentially, at some point, they have to do something because the roadways, the hospitals, the infrastructure cannot sustain the level of growth that's coming to this country. I mean, Orlando is the number one growing real estate city in the entire country right now that's a problem especially when you're one side away from being an island and you're basically you're not basically we are a peninsula so again continue to work where you are with your representatives continue to fight this next election cycle if we have a true election that's a big if if we can it really really is important we roll a lot of these clowns out the best we possibly can if we can make sure we can maintain true fair, legitimate Republic elections because this is pretty much going to be one of the last main ones we have, in my opinion, as far as a chance of having a real one. If this one's stolen and this thievery occurs again, at that point in time, there needs to be a complete and total restructuring of the Republic. So again, thank you for the support, my friends. Be sure to check out the product of the week, healthmasters.com. The uh, magnesium brain food, as you guys saw, on super sale right now. Be sure to check it out in the Ultimate Multiple Capsules on sale for products of the week, healthmasters.com. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.